0: Hello and welcome to Hey! I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan.
1: I'm Michael.
2: I'm Helena.
0: And I'm Jamie. And for this week's episode, Jamie made us watch Treasure Planet again. Uh, I'm kidding, it's Titan <laughs> AE. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: you say that you're kidding. <laughs> it's basically the same fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not good. It's worth remembering that the t- the AE in Titan means After Earth, and I'm I'm pretty sure that the title After Earth is just thoroughly cursed, and that's why this movie <laughs> bombed.
2: I can think of other reasons why this movie bombed
0: uh yeah so i mean this I can was tell you the
1: actual reason it yeah. bombed.
0: <laughs> i mean i i had no nostalgia for this jamie this is one that that you brought to our attention you're not allowed on the podcast again yeah, <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think
3: i've rather blotted my coffee book with this one so um again i didn't see this one in the cinema because also again no one did i did see it on the tv you know in, in the optimal format of regular breaks with uh, lots of disruptions to the pacing by adverts and um you know i, I always used to be quite nostalgic about this film because I, I saw it a long long time ago and I, I just had vague recollections of the um the kind of like the top level concept and not much of the actual details of the film um which i i kind of remembered as um this sci-fi animated post apocalyptic earth goes boom kind of like grittier version of treasure planet
1: yeah.
3: and um can I just say, like, spoiler alert for the score at the end of the, the podcast, I don't feel good now that I've rewatched it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really wasn't that great, was it? Mm.
2: No, it wasn't. It, it was... No, I, don't I was expecting it to be... I, I I was told, oh, we're watching Treasure Planet again. Yeah. So I went in thinking, well, I enjoyed Treasure Planet. This is just the same. But it is honestly quite scary and sad and depressing they destroy earth within five minutes like yeah. you're used to like the disney thing of like a parent dies or they get moved in away or you know something happens that means the kids on their own but it isn't normally total apocalypse
1: hmm. i i'm just going to complain about this film if i talk yeah <laughs> i have so many problems with it it's, so, um... it's
2: also like a slightly raunchier version like there's they they talk they, they directly reference sex and butts and there's an actual butt on the screen
0: yeah he he also gets horny for the one other girl that is in space so i'm guessing up until that point he'd never seen another girl before so the movie starts with yeah this kid and he's made a little contraption and then the earth explodes and his dad has to go on a big ball ship somewhere and he goes away on another ship so that they don't get killed by the Blue CGI enemies Which look like a PS1 (laughs) cutscene And then it cuts to a few years later Where Matt Damon is a Scrap man in space But it's also like a weird Hybrid mix of CGI And hand drawn animated But it does not fit Uh,
3: So just uh, as a a, a Fun little thing, I I kind of want to play a little game And um, I'm going to describe The top level plot structure Of a film, and I want you to tell me Which one it is Okay, so you have the protagonist as a child dealing with parental abandonment. There is then a time skip and the protagonist is now a surly teenager with an interesting late 90s middle passing. Uh, The teenager (laughs) receives a map which points the way to a mysterious space treasure and they set out on this adventure where they meet a character who grows on them over time to become a kind of surrogate father figure. Uh, There are some space whales that make an appearance at some point. Uh, The protagonist and the father figure bond over piloting ships. The father figure then betrays the protagonist over the treasure, while the uh, protagonist escapes with their friends and races them for the treasure. Uh, eventually, there is a final conflict over the treasure, which results in a last minute redemption for the father figure. What film am I describing? Uh, Muppet's Treasure um... Island. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I can tell you why it's tiny. It's because Jim in Treasure Planet has an undercut and a ponytail.
3: That is true. (laughs) He's he's also got the the, uh, the little um, ratty ponytail that uh, Obi Wan made popular in The Phantom Menace, which came out around the same
1: time. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, no, if it's just a middle part you're talking about, tiny
2: it's a lot more brutal titan ae like they so really ham, they really hammer in the my dad left thing it's like that that line i actually wrote it down was i d- if i don't like the way things are run and he's talking about the ship that, it, that he agrees to like help pilot to the uh, uh, titan yeah. i'll show you how much like on my father i really am i'll leave
3: that's very edgy and it's like <laughs> dude when-
2: you this is like to save humanity they never like sugarcoat it they're like look we're on a mission to save our species and he's he's like "Eh, well what's in it for me and it's like what apart from saving your species like do you not
1: my favourite thing about this film is the plot is so urgent like there are things directly here trying to kill you Mm -hmm. Direct everything if you don't do this humans will die but everything else about the film lacks so much energy and urgency (laughs) (laughs) the voice acting is so like disconnected and slow the animation is really slow that so we need to stop these people and save the humans
2: okay let's yeah. go mm. The dredge <laughs> are a quite scary well they would be scary if they didn't look jarringly like a bad um, early 2000s uh screensaver yeah yeah
0: they really they the main one really doesn't move a lot does it it's like they animated one small movement and just looped it
1: they're my favourite completely faceless, completely backstoryless enemy.
3: Yeah, just the only so blue in the movie, the blue CGI's. <laughs> really important point, actually, the lack of backstory. Because yeah. um, the film has its quirks and issues with like the visuals and the audio and stuff. But as I was watching, it, like the thing that just continually pulled me out of the film and just made me angry was the, um, the plot and the world building. It's um, devoid. It's so empty.
2: Why does the dredge yeah. destroy them? And why does it mean when they've got a new world, the dredge can't destroy them again? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So,
3: yeah. so oh, I... the, the dredge are just so poorly explored and the, the world building feels like paper thin and really shallow. It's, it's not really explained. Like the dredge, they've got this obviously massive ship, this mothership that can blow up planets. Are they like a nomadic species that all live in that one ship? Is but, that all they are? They're just they're energy. The only
1: background given is they're just energy. They're just
3: pure
0: energy.
1: They're energy with the uh, complete lacking ability to aim.
3: Yeah, but I mean, what I what I don't understand is um, like the only the only explanation we're given in the film itself is that the Dredge were like feared humanity because they thought we were going to surpass them, which is like a really vague kind of bullshit answer, which sounds like the kind of thing the humans might tell themselves. But at the same time, they they blow up Earth and humanity scatters and the dredge just kind of leave them to it for 15 years? to twin well, on they, their they don't,
2: don't they sort of hunt them down but slowly and it takes quite a while so whenever they find a human they do try and kill them
1: I'm going to be honest no. I don't know if any of this is actually brought up in the film I could barely pay attention to it, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was... I, I was zoning in and out I was reading about the production of this film and more interested in that than the actual film
0: yeah there was a really <laughs> cool fact I found which was that um this was the first movie to premiere like entirely digitally so they, they yeah. streamed it to well the way it was described was clearly very this film came out in the year 2000 um, mm-hmm. it was projected to a satellite and then projected from that satellite to the screen, so it was streamed, yeah, so it literally nothing about this film had ever hit the film,
1: <laughs> no what so i kind of want to talk about the production of this film because much like treasure planet tiny is also a industry killer Mm. it assassinated the company that made it so
3: animation studio
1: yeah Yeah. so Tiny was originally was it i think it was originally meant to be live action
3: yeah they they spent 30 million dollars on it before they retold it to animated
1: it was meant to be live action it went to like three or four different directors I think two of them were really big names and then it was made into animation and then it was sold to uh, Fox Animation to make and then it speedrun what Treasure Planet did. (laughs) (laughs) Because, Because it didn't kill the industry after it lost its money. It killed the industry about halfway through its production.
2: <laughs> I yeah, it says it says here um, on the on the page that I'm reading that they had no script. Fox Animation Studios had no yeah, script and they, they, they had the choice of either laying off staff or, or taking on Titan AE yeah, <laughs> and they chose um, to take on Titan AE. <laughs>
3: And, yeah, then, and then halfway through production, they laid off uh, three hundred of their three hundred and eighty animators. anyway. Yes. oh fuck! Uh,
1: which which meant that fifty uh, percent through the production, um, the animation of Tiny had to be handed out to four different production uh, animation companies.
2: That explains who
1: did stuff. different who weren't like working on. Oh, we'll do the characters. Oh, we'll do the back. No, they were given scenes. <laughs>
3: Uh, it, it, it also even... explains why the art quality is drastically different in some of the different CGI elements
2: yeah, yeah. there's there's bits where there is Very beautiful treasure planet esque merging of what looks like hand drawn and what is clearly um, CGR, computer generated um, widescreen shots. And then there's ones where it looks absolute dog shit. The
0: the one that I noticed that looked the worst is at the end when they're Mm -hmm. on um, Earth 2 Ice Age planet Bob. Um, So if uh, they were through Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, if they did actually make a sequel to this, it'd be called Titan AB, which stands for After Bob. Um, <laughs> which was an incredibly but childish. They like, blow joke it up that because suddenly... it looked like
2: a terrible
0: yeah. PlayStation yeah. game. Yeah, that that was by far the worst CGI render. That yeah. landscape just really bad.
3: considering not that long previously in the film, that there, there was the scene where they were flying the ships through the um, the ice field, and the ice field actually looked genuinely beautiful. That was probably yeah. and, one of the best scenes yeah. in the movie. The helium,
2: so, the helium trees as well looked yeah. gorgeous.
1: So I think the nice cg stuff was done by so one of the companies that took over part of the animation was outsourced to um later made ice age so i assume all of the nice stuff and i think it's one of the only of the animation studios that was outsourced to that's still going Mm. so i assume all the nice stuff was done by the team that made ice Age. (laughs) probably
3: (laughs) so i've also seen some uh gossip online which um like probably isn't corroborated in official sources but um, like obviously this was a Don Bluth film you know like Land Before Time Anastasia all that kind of stuff Uh, he was kind of like touted as like Disney's main rival before um, like Pixar really found its feet yeah Um,
1: like the experimental director because
3: everything he made flopped Apparently, he he really, really didn't like sci-fi. Like he wasn't a fan of it, and um, that caused a lot of conflict with the other production staff because they they were getting kind of like back and forth uh, conflicting instructions from Don and the the other senior team, um, which caused a lot of aggravation for the storyboarders and the writers and such.
2: It's difficult yeah. not to make a make it sci-fi when it's about flying spaceships through space hmm. and running yeah. away from aliens. Um, we do, however, get classic Disney montage.
1: We do, we get we remember <clears> that ship made, construction
2: Made by brilliant, animation. Brilliant soundtrack. I like, was wondering when I was listening to this. You might take offense to this, Dan, but one of my comments was, Dan, did you do the soundtrack?
0: Look, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not that into new metal, okay? <laughs> I don't have a tattoo that says Live Laugh Limp Biscuit. But you you do have another tattoo. I've talent. got a Weezer tattoo. That's that's not new metal, that's just nerd.
1: So you know the film is kind of new metal? Mm -hmm. I went back and watched the original trailer because I wanted to see if it did what Treasure Planet did, which was market itself completely wrong. It doesn't. The trailer actually fits what the film is. It tells, Mm -hmm. like, it's a big space epic. The trailer has drum and bass on it. (laughs) like, the music, which I didn't really click that the film has new metal. Who is
2: the film aimed at? Because it's not Disney. There's no Happy Meal toys.
1: I don't know. I think this film was... Uh, aimed at anyone that would watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> aimed
2: please, at the person God. where their remote's too far away for yeah. them to be bothered to change mm. the channel.
1: This film is aimed at anyone. Please, please watch it, dear God. Watch it.
3: So the um, the music in the trailer was actually by Creed, but they didn't do any music for the, the film itself. It's
1: just so weird.
3: Yeah. yeah. There's,
0: there's
2: big names in it. Like, they spent money on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like, there's Texas, there's Jamiroquai, Like Oh, I
0: thought you meant the actors, like Matt Oh,
2: yeah, and there's exactly. Matt Damon and Drew Barrymore is Wait. like, the...
1: Considering this film has such good voice acting talent the voice acting <laughs> yeah.
2: is
1: so I, I, was, mad. I was
3: generally pretty okay with the voice acting except for Matt Damon like Kale yeah, uh, the character like it, it, it seemed pretty uninspired voice acting even mm. if the script wasn't that great like didn't have great. amazing material to work with yeah. it was pretty
2: grating the other voice acting
1: it felt disc- it felt like their characters weren't talking to each other it felt like their characters were saying things and other people were also saying things
0: yeah well it didn't feel like a conversation
1: no it did not feel like they were in the same room
3: yeah, There's I mean, weird some tw- of the characters were definitely better than others. Like, I, I really liked the voice acting by um, Preed, the kind of end of the film um, temporary villain before Corso just snaps his neck like a twig.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, oh, he was oh, a yeah. sassy little fuck, wasn't he? I
3: yeah, he was him. fun. I liked him. Like, um, I also him really was... liked um, Stiff, the kangaroo lady. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. one with the oh, biggest
0: yeah. thigh gap known to man.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I dread to think what the internet would do with that character if this film came out today. Oh, uh, sure I, you I you think we're
1: I'm sure if you
3: looked. I'm not going to. I'm sure it is out there, but I'm I'm <laughs> sure like when this came out in early two thousands, those communities on the internet weren't quite as well established as they are today. <laughs> hmm. yeah.
2: I really liked Goon.
1: Oh, Goon, I
3: hate Goon. Goon. Is great.
2: Oh, I no. and, and I did the exact same thing that I did with another film we watched where I was like, They die, and you're like, Oh god, okay, no, it's fine, it's Disney, they won't die, they can't be dead, and then I'm like
1: shit this film it's, not disney. Actually...
2: <laughs> it's not disney mm. they might be dead and that 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 gap between goon going for a nap and dying as far as i knew and them coming back was way too long i was genuine i got it quite <laughs> invested at the end and i was upset my partner heard yeah. me going oh no <laughs> when uh, he,
3: uh... honestly for me goon was just like ben from treasure planet uh, oh. It just seemed like unnecessary comic relief, and I, I admittedly really did think it was absolutely hilarious when Preed tried to assassinate um, Stephen Goon with a obvious and ominous beeping bracelet after <laughs> saying goodbye. Um, but I, I have to say, I really wish he'd stuck the landing with Goon and properly blown him up.
2: No, I didn't want. It, I didn't want the arrow effect of him dying. No, I. <laughs> I, I'd grown, I'd grown very attached to Goon at that point. I think, I think also, I thought that Goon was a woman for most of the film, and yeah. I, I latched onto them as like a, a nice sort of matriarchal like they're guiding them through the yeah. galaxy. Yeah,
1: Goon felt kind of genderless to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and they kept, they kept calling him him. It was like that doesn't feel right.
2: I missed that. My brain just totally went like gender neutral slash vaguely feminine. Yeah,
1: that's M- yeah. Well,
2: not even feminine, just grandma-ish. Yeah,
1: they felt grandma-y. And they kept calling him him and it was like, that feels weird. Why does that feel weird?
2: There's also the weird choice to have a very obviously Asian character played by Drew Barrymore.
0: Yeah, Mm. and then have the uh, very obviously Asian entire planet of Asian people the Drifter Colony.
1: The very two thousands. This film. Yeah. It's very <laughs> yeah. two thousands. I must admit,
3: when they went to that space colony, one thing that did actually make me laugh out loud was um, when Kale gets a football kicked at his head, and they turn around, and it's a Brazilian kid who loves football, whose dad was a footballer.
1: Mm. <laughs>
3: like, okay, like we're we're really playing up national stereotypes here, yeah. aren't we?
1: So yeah. I I wasn't paying attention that much to the film that you saying this I first time I've heard of it mm. <laughs> I genuinely was just like did that happen
2: it it, did, it really yeah. does he has like a football collectible card like a Pokemon card but a football card of his of his dad
3: and he's still yeah. dressed in like a football kit as well despite yes. the fact that yep. with a fifteen year time skip he would have been like six months old when he left off. Yep. yeah that's <laughs> There was
0: that weird, like, bit at the beginning where they're in the space cafe as well. And mm. the weird, like, alien thing gets Sure, I have a fun fact about that scene, though, if you want to hear it. Um, Go ahead. So, you know when the gravity turns off and all the mm-hmm. food and that sort of goes everywhere? Um, yep. When it came back down, Matt Damon actually caught the food falling onto the tray. So it took him 156 takes. And what they'd done was they glued <laughs> the bottom so it stuck to the tray so he could catch it. <laughs> Is Matt
3: Damon Spider Man? <laughs> <laughs> Him and Tobey Maguire are the same person. <laughs> well, I've never seen them in the same room together. Honestly, that's a good point.
1: That whole like shooting again, the opening was one of the few parts that I was paying attention. When he said shoot the jet, is it the artificial gravity engine? That that whole the way he said it felt so slow. Like, There's a fight going on. Quick. It's shoot. Uh, shoot the... like uh, he shoot was the... trying to
0: remember what it was
3: called yeah. while
0: saying the line <laughs> so, um,
3: so something else that happens around that time in the film as well is um, obviously this film is a PG but it's going for a um, kind of like a darker, edgier tone awesome. So they, they go for the old tried and true, if it's not red blood it doesn't count as gore Yeah, when they um, fucking melt the guy Yeah, like there's this cricket looking chef which kind of gives them a bit of sass earlier on in the film and they yeah. escape through his kitchen And the dredge follow them. And this guy just gets atomized by the dredge. Like he is exploded and green goo goes everywhere. You're like, that is brutal, but it doesn't count because he's an alien.
1: That chef may be the best voice acted in the entire film. Mm. Mm. Yep. He felt like the most reactive to what was going on.
2: I, I did really like the chef. I was genuinely upset when he got atomized. Yeah, mm. it,
1: it was so, so sudden.
0: Yeah. Um, there's just so, like, for a maybe kids film, this had such a high body count. Like, yeah, so, um, you see just so many people die. And the weird, like, Batman on the hydrogen planets as well, who are all like pretty exploding freaky, yeah. just so they can get the main characters back
3: and there's the, like the scenes where um akima and Kale get abducted by the dredge and he's like being like fucking palpatine force lightning electrocutes yeah as, like, all i have to say about that is dredge jail cells are ludicrously shit yeah like if, you're, if yeah. your captives can escape from prison by touching their fingers together your engineers need to do some serious introspection
2: i, I thought that was going to be a and he's the chosen one kind of shenanigans where it was like he, yeah, yeah. he was able to get out of dredge prison and fly dredge ships because he could get into them and like, beat their energy. But it's it's not expanded upon. So I'm guessing it's like, well, actually, anyone could, but they've not tried.
3: Yeah, or like maybe something to do with that special ring he was wearing. But I think they'd taken that off him. Yeah, instead
0: of just putting two fingers in and opening it.
1: The ring doesn't, the main character isn't special.
2: No, his dad was.
0: The, the ring's just, like, connected to his DNA or some shit. Yeah, oh, by the, the way, there's a ring in this, and it's a map to a yeah.
1: planet. <laughs> the ring is just a storage device that has a DNA code
3: Lock. to unlock yeah. it.
1: The main character isn't special. <laughs> he just happens to be the one that the DNA is connected to.
3: Mm. So I've got another complaint about the, uh, the, the scenes in the Dredge mothership as well. Mm. So uh, obviously... Kale escapes by doing the um, magical dual ET call home trick. He then runs off to the hangar and hijacks one of their ships. Inside the ship, there is no, there are no manual controls. Like there is, there isn't a joystick or a steering wheel or anything like that. You just kind of like put your hands on the seat and then it does what you want. Yeah. The, the dredge, they're, they're like energy things, aren't they? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Why? So, why did they do that?
3: Yeah. So what, why would they make ships that are? Like usable by corporeal beings. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Like they, they, seem to be pretty xenophobic. Like presumably, they're not selling ships to people. Like there's no lend-lease for technology. Like why that's am- the
2: thing. Like the dredge are just so poorly explained and under and mm. it, like evolved throughout the film. It's just they're the bad guys. Yeah. And they want to kill. They don't want humans to exist. But they seem fine with all the other near-human species
0: i guess they i guess they couldn't give them too much of a backstory because at the end they literally use their life force to power a ship well that's what Um, i was
2: thinking does that kill all dredge or just the dredge that are there because what like there's i don't i didn't understand like why can't the dredge just like more dredge just come and
3: try and blow them up again because they did a very
2: good and very efficient job the first time
3: I, I must admit that whole segment of the film was probably the part that I found the most infuriating and difficult to watch. Like, during the intro, we, we can clearly see that there is this massive evacuation effort underway and, uh, like, the military are, are giving, like, updates on how far through the defences the Dredge have got. So they, they've had a, like, a fair bit of notice that the Dredge are coming, um, like enough to get a significant portion of the human race off Earth. Um, so they've had some time to think about how they can actually respond to all of this shit. And with with all of that, that lead-up time, the best minds of Earth couldn't figure out how to use the Titan to, like, solve their issue. When yeah. Kale jumped on the ship had like a handful of minutes to get used to this technology that he'd never seen before he'd never been on the ship he didn't know what, what any of it was or how it works and within a, a minute it was as simple as flipping a breaker
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, i i have so, something very important to talk about with that ship as well so it was, yeah. it was just oh, full of that... cum right it was full of different animal <laughs> cum 100 percent. that's what it was Oh, just man. a yeah, big yeah. ship of spunk. Uh, my my but... comment
2: for that was just Christ, did we come all this way just to get a budget version of the Death Star?
0: Yeah, and, and then I like guess. I I mean I think I slightly missed a bit, but so when they do power it up, I assumed that oh, they'll power it up and then they can find a new planet to to try and sort of use as earth. But instead all the ice seems to disappear and suddenly there's a new planet there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I Didn't thought it was always going to be planet? the planet. Yeah, yeah. T- the
2: Titan project was to build a planet, but it needed, like, loads of energy to do it. It was, But it took them 15 years instead of whatever, uh, like, that. you know, it was supposed to happen straight away. But mm. his dad died instead of gone and set it up. So it took the 15 years, and by that point it had drained, and they had to get more energy. They had to make a new Earth before the dredge could destroy it. Yeah. Mm. But there was no explanation as to, like, well, if we don't also simultaneously kill the Dredge, like, they will just destroy our Earth again. It was very convenient mm-hmm. that you could wipe out the Dredge and restore Make Earth the at the same, same time. time.
0: In yeah. one go, yeah, with your space Noah's Ark have come, yeah.
3: I-, I think the other thing that really annoys me as well is, like, when the Dredge turn up and they're planning on like harvesting their energy to power the thing up. They 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 shoot the ship with the same energy beam that they used to blow up a planet previously. And that's that's the power that they absorb. But to me that that's a bit like taking a boulder and firing it at a construction ship with a trebuchet. And the person that you just fired this boulder at catches it and turns it into a house because <laughs> it's made of it's made of stone. So yeah. that works. It didn't yeah.
2: quite ring true, did it?
3: Yeah, like, you'd think the sheer amount of power this thing is putting out is going to cause you to have a pretty bad day.
2: I don't know if they just hadn't, I don't know, used the come to fertilise the planet yet or whatever, but there was also, like, in the horrible, badly CGI animated ending, there's no animals there, it's just, like, a big empty planet. And I'm like, oh, okay, hmm. so have they got plans to, like, get all the drifter colonies to come
0: here well, now? And- I, th- I think
3: Ooh. that's the plan. So are you, are you talking, like, go to the planet or...? Well, that's why they like have like fill up the ark again.
0: Yeah, that's why they have all the cum in the spaceship, so they can <laughs> they can make oh some gosh. new animals. Because they say they've got like a, a they say they've got like a whale and all sorts, don't they?
2: Yeah, it's like they've got a tiger and a yeah. leopard and like they they definitely Both find things. like
0: the big cat section. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> the so only bit I enjoyed.
3: Wait, 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 wait. Is this a prequel to Treasure Planet? Is this where all the animal hybrids come from? <laughs> this is um,
0: this is the um, planet where the treasure's hidden on.
2: Oh, God. And just like the poor guy, the poor dad is just rolling in his grave like, no, that's not what you were supposed to use the animal come for. What have you done? <laughs> it's, like,
3: it's like, son, why did you release the cat girls from the internet? They should not exist.
2: So what did hold up to memory, Jamie? Anything?
3: Honestly, I, I thought this was going to be a kind of like gritty story about how humanity survives after an alien race wipes out the earth and then pursues them to extinction. And like, as a skeleton, I suppose that is there. But all the meat on that skeleton is kind of putrid and off-putting and kind mm. of unappealing. And
2: It doesn't yeah. live up to your memory of it at
3: all. No, not really. Not really. I think this film had really
1: great concepts and ideas and really cool scenes. Yeah. that Just did they did not execute well. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there's, there's a scene in that I remember early on the main character and his dad figure.
2: Kale and
1: Kale and Corso. Something. Corso.
0: Yep. The what dad figure. That... Dumb names. He's named uh, after a fucking vegetarian plant. Um,
1: All <laughs> plant. plants. Are yeah. Vegetar- I, understand.
0: Like... I got that when I said it. He's
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fly traps. aren't. <laughs> are you um, fly traps are? <laughs> yeah. When those two. Which at no point did the main character go, oh, maybe this guy's a villain. He (laughs) feels like a villain.
3: Yeah, can can we take a moment to talk about Corso as well? Because, like, that was the dumbest betrayal arc I have seen in any film in a long time. Like... He, he obviously has this grand criminal conspiracy with the dredge to turn over the Titan for yeah. personal profit? Question mark. <laughs> and he he knows that the crew are around because they're doing errands and stuff. And he decides to like fucking zoom call the dredge queen <laughs> and scream at her about their nefarious plans with his door open. He isn't the like, best, of- dude. Come <laughs> on.
2: I mean, it's it's like discussing your mutiny. And not knowing where the person and people you're mutineering against are not uh, going to be listening in a small crack. At
1: least Jim was hidden somewhere he wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, not just really? outside the door. These people were exactly where they were
3: expected to be. Yeah, which was like the direct route to the ship's exit. It's where you, yeah, yeah it's the main it, through. there.
2: So. It also has that really annoying, like Corso snaps Preed's neck, but then mm-hmm. really struggles to kill Kale.
3: He did get a kind of plot Pryde. armor
2: thing
1: by surprise also preed doesn't look like the strongest of creatures a bit uh, of a it's, it's also
3: really really funny that when his neck snaps it's like his jaw disappears and his tongue flies out which <laughs> I, I just it really cracks me up i don't know why
1: it's not it's not just me right preed is absolutely gay coded right
0: I mean, I just thought he was a fun, sassy villain, but I guess he's, like he's definitely energy.
1: very sassy. He's got, like, camp energy.
2: Is it, like, the, the clothes and the the expressions?
1: Yeah, I don't know why. I, I just kept reading it as that, and it just felt weird.
2: I, yeah.
1: I, I, I really liked him as a character. Probably my favourite character.
2: He was the most interesting looking.
1: And had the some of the better voice acting
3: both Freed and i I really don't want to call her stiff because that doesn't seem right um i think that is actually her name though the kangaroo lady uh like the two of them were probably some of the more interesting crew characters but they were also really quite underutilized compared to what it could have been like even so on the point of the crew like obviously this was corso ship so he owned the ship he assembled the crew he had this like plot boiling in the background about selling the titan out to the dredge but only one of the crew members was on board with that plot, but he hand-selected this crew. Why Why would he pick people that were, like, diametrically opposed to his objectives? I mean, like, obviously, Kale is understandable because, you know, they need his blood. It doesn't really matter what he actually thinks about the issue. I think
2: they do say that he, like, the, like Corso has been hunting down Kale for 15 years, essentially. Yeah. So maybe this is more of a crew of circumstance of, like, he needed people that were willing to go with him on i guess various filler missions
3: that's that's true yeah that is true
2: um and you you know i guess it was just easier to have these people think that they were doing something legit rather than just spending time until he could find the kid
3: so yeah. I, I have some surprise bonus Titan AE content as well. Yeah,
2: Go
1: It on.
3: turns out there is a free part prequel comic as well. And mm-hmm. I, I happen to have a browse through this as well just to see what kind of train wreck this was going to be.
1: I mean, yeah, because there's no actual story in the film.
3: It has to be somewhere. Yeah, they Completely compartmentalize that outside the actual yeah, film yeah, itself. Yeah. And it does actually provide some additional background about the dredge and their motivations. Oh, wow. I <laughs> yeah, wasn't yeah. expecting that. And it makes everything so much worse. Oh, no. They really <laughs> screwed the pooch on this one. Oh, no. So it, it turns out that the um, the dredge are a kind of hive mindy type deal. And yeah, uh, the, um, the dredge, empress, queen, whatever you want to call her, controls like all the other dredge who are like drones and they go around blowing up planets so they can harvest their energy. And, uh, they then use that energy to, um, I, I think the term they used was gestate an entire new generation of dredge. Oh, so oh the reason this really rubbed me the wrong way is because they went and singled out humanity because of the Titan project. The Titan <laughs> project is a thing that creates new planets the things that they eat that are a core part of their life cycle.
2: Mm, they also, could have come to a better agreement, surely. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it
3: in their interest to have like a steady stream of like organic like garden-fresh planets that they could farm? They also basically have the exact same plot
0: as this movie, where they're trying to breed a new generation of people on a new planet, and so they have to go and do something she to do it's planet. So basically, it's... it's exactly the same as this, except their bad blue CGI... <laughs> Then, yeah, yeah. I mean, another...
3: it's, it's kind of um, alluded to as well that they're, they're an empire and um, they've been quiet for a long time, but now they're making up for lost time uh, in, right. in terms of being hostile and active and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, no, they they literally, as a species, woke up and chose violence. It was like, huh. oh, shit,
3: late, we better catch up. Yeah. Do you
1: reckon there's, like, a mirror film where... It's about a dredge teenager who <laughs> who's growing up and has watched their parents die of not having enough energy.
3: Well, I mean they, they could easily have like linked to the Titan to um the dredge in a way that would make it threatening to the dredge so it would make sense for them to be going after it like um for example what if the dredge drew Ooh. energy from like subspace or something like some kind of bullshit hand-waving sci-fi omnipresent yeah, same, energy I like shield. the
2: same thing that the planet would be drawing energy from and it's it, a exactly, rival yeah
3: yeah and Ooh. if the titan was sucking up all the energy it would deplete the dredge as well so they're like screw that we're going to kill you or like even
1: have a at least a little bit of a redemption arc for the dredge and, and have it the thing that twist to be the dredge aren't after destroying the titan project they're after like duplicating it yeah and it just like it's just a massive, of complicated communication issues mm. and and it's on the father figure type's fault for being like aggressive and and for him to be hostile not the dredge that would have been at least better mm,
2: yeah than... there's a lot of ways to rewrite titan ae where it, yeah. i mean treasure yeah. planet yeah.
1: For yeah.
3: example, do <laughs> not yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. way of writing it better.
3: Like Treasure Planet came out two years later and it's like someone said, look at this, now do it properly.
1: <laughs> well, it's like one of them was based on something directly and the other one was based on it indirectly.
3: Mm. Uh, another funny tidbit from the comic as well. So, um, you know how all the aliens are speaking English? Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out they are literally speaking English. This isn't like sci fi hand wavium with universal translators and stuff. One of the characters walked up to an alien and says, Why are you speaking our language? And um, the alien just comes back and says, um, Everyone knows English. It's the easiest language. I, uh, is that a joke? Or is it like, like I, I feel like they're I, trying
0: to make a point of something? They also they're not
1: going off. I feel no, I feel like they're. This film doesn't strike me as the people who wrote it are aware enough to make a comment like that. I think they're just trying to comment, trying to explain that everyone is speaking English. When Mm. I can't imagine anyone watching it would ever want to ask that question. Like they
3: could have not mentioned that, and no one would have cared. Yeah, yeah, and like
2: you have to gloss over so much that that was just one more thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and again, like the whole point of the Titan project is it's building a new planet for humanity, but. Mm. The, the galaxy is a big place, like a, a, a much better piece of media uh, says space is big, like really big. You won't believe just vastly how vastly, hugely, mind-bogglingly big it is, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. There are, there are mm. billions of stars in a galaxy. There are tens, hundreds of millions of planets. Can we just not live on any of them? So are the aliens racist enough that we're not allowed to live on any of theirs? I mean, mean, the whole whole point of needing to build a planet is kind of, like, based on that issue, but it's not really explored at all.
2: Yeah, as soon as you start thinking about it, it falls apart.
1: It's heavily implied that no other species wants humans around. Yeah, they're seeing that
2: they're, like, ridiculed and, like... Like, he has that weird resentment of the fact that the Akimo grew up on a drifter colony rather than he grew up somewhere else. Not that we know where, but
1: he, he, like, kind of resents other humans Hmm. because at the very beginning, again, the only bit of the film I really remember, he is told to stand at the back of the line with the other humans. And the other humans are like, ah, you're just like us. You're the rubbish like us. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm going to go do something different. And it's like, dude, you're, what is up with that?" that? Like, weird self hatred.
3: So, um, weirdly enough, both Kale and Akima both have standalone prequel novellas in addition to the comic.
1: Of course, they do, because they didn't put it in <laughs> yeah. the film. They have exactly. to. Exactly. So,
3: in it really just comes across as they, they, they had this film thrown together and they just farmed them out to an author and said, do something with this. Hmm. And that's why none of it is reflected in the film no which is fair enough like
1: i imagine the novels aren't that bad because it is an interesting setup for a universe and a story
2: and <laughs> you don't have to animate or make it in like trying to do a live action thing in space yeah. which is what one of i must imagine is one of the main reasons why in the like 2000 it got passed around because like making it and making it well live action would have been so hard whereas yeah writing it is relatively timeless
1: yeah and also like they could have, they can actually expand on stuff and write stuff. And it is, it is an interesting universe and it is, has a lot of stories to tell. And you have all of these really interesting characters with nothing. It, it, yeah, I can see a writer really getting a good story out of it because, god damn, they, they're not going to step on any of the film's toes.
2: No, you could almost have the film as non canon, to be yeah. honest.
1: This, this, this might be the only thing only piece of media where the original piece of media is the only thing that's not canon. Hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's th- this is another one of those cases where um, there was this entire franchise planned and just the bomb at the box office just killed the entire thing. Like, I think there was a, a video game planned. There was a sequel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just... Do you, oof. do you think
1: that the production hell of this and the fact that it got passed around to for, like, 10 years to loads of different people and went through loads of different things, do you think that if... Fox animation would have stayed open and was doing well. Do you think they could have got a good film out of this? Or do you reckon that the idea, the like the the idea behind the film and the actual story it wants to tell is just that bland? I don't and think nonsensical? the story
3: is, the
2: story is bland, fine. The
3: yeah. story,
2: because that's how you have Treasure Island and Treasure Planet.
3: I don't think this film ever would have turned out well in the early 2000s especially with a PG rating but I I could see something like this going really really well if it was made today probably purely CGI and with a more mature rating so marketed purely at adults and maybe as
2: a TV series where there's a little bit more lore a little bit more expansion like more things happening a proper journey some actual character development I'm because like energy.
3: having the story of how um, humanity survived an attempted genocide and became like a nomadic species moving around the galaxy and, you know, putting some more flesh on the bones of the concepts that were kind of very shallowly explored in the film um that could be a really interesting concept and i think animation is taken much more seriously as a, a medium for adults these days as well and that wasn't as much the case in the early 2000s outside of niche cartoons like adult swim and the stuff that they were doing
2: yeah this could make a wicked anime
3: oh yeah absolutely um, on the whole then i feel like this bit's gonna we know how
0: this is gonna go how many well,
1: this, is, this is the interesting Ooh. bit. how many <laughs> um...
0: what's how many cum canisters on a spaceship? Oh no. <laughs> you picked the worst
1: one. Yeah, okay, literally. how many
0: how many civilian refugee ships did, would you destroy in an explosion for this movie? Out of 10? Out of 10. Yeah. Out of 10, right.
1: Um like a, a 2. 3. There's a little bit of potential, but it's not good. It's very boring. It's incredibly slow. And nothing much happens. But... The only
2: bit I held my breath for was when I didn't know if Goon was dead or not, and then they weren't, and then I stopped caring again. Yeah. But it,
1: yeah, it has some good side characters. It has some good concepts. It has some good potential in scenes. Is it good? Mm. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, a 2 destroyed us out of 10.
0: I I yeah. might give it like a like for for concept and for some scenes that were enjoyable, like the the ice scene and everything, maybe a, maybe a four at best, and that's
3: a stretch.
1: Yeah, I'd say like two.
2: I'd say I'd say two.
3: Yeah, I, I'd go with um Dan's one. There. I'll go with uh, four vials of dolphin cum, uh, <laughs> j- just for the interesting technical approach to the visuals, even if it didn't pay off exactly. Um, and the the high concept was interesting, but there were just so many failures in execution, and the the plot plot and the pacing was bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, four four is generous, but I I think that kind of reflects that there were some good yeah. elements and some really interesting things that they attempted, even though yeah. it didn't pay off. So yeah. uh, overall, we're looking at about a three.
1: Three faceless, backstoryless enemies. Uh, three, yeah. Enemies.
0: Yeah. Three PS2 Evil cutscene enemy. enemies out of ten. <laughs>
1: three no three um different
0: animation studios <laughs> out of 10 well with that uh i have been Dan. <laughs> i have been michael i've been helena and i've been jamie and you can find us on twitter at hilton pod that is at h-i-l-t-m pod and yeah we're on most places where you can listen to podcasts. If you'd like to leave us a review or share this with your friends, that would be great. Although maybe start with an episode where we don't just spend ages slating a movie. We didn't complain about
3: this movie. Or... It's not yeah, listen really like to it. the Treasure Planet one instead. That would yeah, be a good one. We enjoyed that one. movie. Yeah. Yeah. That one was actually
0: good. Even if you've already listened to the Treasure Planet episode, listen to it again. On, yeah. go yeah, to it. It's good for the metrics. But
1: we actually like a movie. Yeah. We do like movies. <laughs> There are some great voice acting names in this film, um, and yet none of them are good voice actors in this film. Shall
2: we stop for the dog?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think your dog wants to be in this episode.
1: I think she stopped. Huh? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>